0: I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Well, good evening, everybody. Man, we gotta stop doing these intros. These are lame as fuck.
1: Yo, no, because you know how Joe Rogan starts his. He's like, "Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing?" That's right. He does. Hey, what's up, everybody? He does.
0: Hey, people. All right. Well, I guess we're
1: not introing this one. Anybody no. in there?
2: Hey, podcast listeners.
1: Hey. Hey, what's all up, guys? All eleven of you.
0: <laughs> Tell all of your friends
2: and family. Hey, no, it's gonna be twelve this time.
1: That's right. Twelve of you.
0: Why don't you go ahead and
3: turn the shit off? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is about to get real weird. Next. Real fucking weird. <laughs> the next button is right there. Just hit it. Come on in here. Done in this. Shit. <laughs> Trying to hack into TikTok, but Ross is having a lot more success than Talk I am. Talk
0: about it, Ricky. Talk about it, dude. I'm a little discouraged.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I, I, feel, I, I don't I feel know like, why you're so discouraged. You I literally, literally like hit a, me
0: up last week. You was like, dude. Yeah, I was like, Ricky. I was sending him like motivation, like, bro, like, keep going and shit. And Ricky, I like, was like, dude, I'm just not funny. Yeah. Yeah, you are, dude. All right. Thanks, man. I'm
4: sorry, Ricky. <laughs> Ricky, don't get in the shame state. Like yeah, I, you're dude. right, bro. You fucking I'm right. I've never seen you in the shame state before, bro. That was just... That Shit, was yeah,
1: I felt in the shame state. I'm like, man, I guess I'm not funny, man. Fuck, none of my shit's trending.
0: Dude, I, I don't even think... <laughs> I don't even know what it is, bro. It's like the videos that are funny that we've seen, I don't know necessarily would have gone viral now, especially because the influencers have the audience now, so they're funny videos get way more attention mm-hmm. but initially dude i don't even know like i think mine right. was just attention seeking at the very beginning like people were kind of like y'all hashtag yeah yeah hashtag yeah right yeah line. but how much hashtags do you put like i only see people doing three most of the time yeah but i put like 10 really <laughs> no, okay i definitely
2: put Damn, like you got shadow band bro what'd you say shadow band what's that I mean, it's a thing on Instagram. I don't know if it's actually on TikTok. It's a shadow ban? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when you hashtag, like do the exact same hashtags, they ban you from those hashtags. Ah, no interesting. But, I mean. Oh, like yeah, yeah, I've heard thing. of that. I don't know if it's actually true or not, but that's Instagram, not TikTok. So,
1: oh, okay, interesting. Okay, okay. Dude, t- Instagram okay. is doing some crazy oh, shit right now. Uh, well, a shadow ban is a thing, right? It's a myth. Oh, it's a myth? I don't know really? Uh, because what? I try to have the to shadow ban. The
3: project nobody <laughs> tags right. And hey. So if you were
2: to ever look that up, you could see.
0: Yeah, I've put in hashtag daddynat on a few of mine as yeah. well.
2: Hey, listeners, DM us and tell us if shadow ban is real or not. <laughs> 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 Fucking. Hey, dude. Fucking. Who's going to have to think about which listener is going to hey, message that's
1: us? That's what. what Carly's going to message us? Honestly, <laughs> that's why we should live stream because we can t- take questions. Yo, yeah, we'll do good, that,
0: man. I mean, I think right idea. now what I view us doing this podcast is right now, live, is now double-
1: live stream it, dude. Because you know, I could buy one of those live stream things for my camera, yeah, for sure, and then we just live stream it on Twitch or yeah, wherever,
0: dude. I mean, I think.
2: Y'all have an Xbox to connect? No, I don't. Uh, do they just still do Connect? Never
1: mind. I don't
0: know. Yeah, well, let's... I have no idea. Yeah, that actually would be way easier. But I was gonna say, um you know, no, I think... but, oh, we could live well, stream on, can on YouTube.
1: I, dude, I, I do feel well, like streaming it way more now. now true facts you're right but like off the off the webcam yeah, for sure
2: any OBS, why
1: not? yeah you gotta start i mean summer. i think <laughs>
2: hey guys you gotta start summer it doesn't matter where you it start it doesn't matter where you start it start
0: since ricky's saying that we have to cut it off at 8:30, do you want to do that don't this episode no nah, not this episode don't do let it this. be yeah.
2: tomorrow let it be today
0: yeah that's right Live stream right. right now. There you go, dude. I did buy we're live guess, streaming right now. I know we're going on a bunch <laughs> of things. Shadow banning. I want to stay on that just for a second. So Instagram has gone through a shit ton of changes over the last in plagues three months, dude. And yeah, I agree. I think it's kind of hit its peak, and I don't think Instagram will ever. I don't know. That's a lie. I think it's on a down cl- decline right now. It could again be the biggest app on the planet again, but I think right now it's 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 on a decline. Well, so I put a little less. Elaborate what decline means. Meaning that you have to pay for ads to get attention now. The organic reach is very low, and I think that's declining quite a bit. I also think there's a lot of people, Instagram's right now is trying to crack down on all the fake people and the bots and all these things that are going on. And I think that is causing frustration for all these people who had it rigged for the last however minute of time. That got them to a certain stage. I think all the users are super frustrated. I mean, I bet if you could look at a graph of people going from IG who are influencers right now to TikTok, it's fucking absurd.
2: Well, that's because most, I mean, not most, a lot of influencers have fake fake followers. followers. Yeah, followers. You're right. So yeah, I mean, of course, they're going to try to go to a different platform. Yeah. They well, could
3: to me, I just look out how many likes they get on per photo.
0: That's what yeah. I mean. Those are all fake. A lot of them, you know?
3: Well, if they have like 10,000 fans and they have like 50 likes per photo, you know, yeah, I see what you're
0: saying there, but like the but trouble n- is, is people get hundreds of thousands of vans, then they pay for a service to get verified, or they figure out another way to get verified, and then they pay for tens of thousands of likes on photos. So it's just, dude, it's such a, like, literally, the amount of people who are paying for probably half their likes on photos that are influencers with blue checks on their name, fuck, I would have to say it's over half. I mean, for sure. Like, organic reach <laughs> is... Oh, that's what I'm getting at is like, whereas TikTok, I think you legit both from the sides of the fans and the sides of the influencer have much better organic reach. Are there bots? Yes. Are there whatever? But none of them have a reason to fucking find my shit and it's doing OK there. Do so you do I you think
3: favorite. that most people look at their shit and they're like, oh, let's find out if he's legit? I feel like most people would be like, oh, he has a lot of followers. Let's check his YouTube page. Let's check his. No. I think most people all do this that other all. shit yeah. I, I do think I that a lot, think lot think of people, people do that these days i, I think, do that to
0: everybody i
2: think instagram for sure
3: yeah like, you're right
0: okay i guess you guys right. people
2: are tired of people being fake
0: i think we do that i don't know if, every I
2: artist flag, i find
3: yeah. on instagram i immediately go to spotify and see how many plays they have on their songs oh, and for then me? i go to their youtube and i see how many plays they have on their videos yeah, that's just what like, i do
1: but you know i never find artists on instagram though i always i'm always on soundcloud and then i go to their instagram and see like what they're doing i mean the that's number, what's cool about the,
0: the number of people who i've seen who i revere quite highly in the music scene have like not a lot of followers
2: do, do you know what we
1: need to do what
2: when you go back to the myspace days
1: dude people got big on myspace
2: like wherever i had music pages like, oh, right
1: that'd be interesting yeah that was but good. i mean it's just Loom's Another version like of that, that yeah, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, Loom is. I mean, not really, because like, there's no. As far as just plug. strictly the music aspect. <laughs> well,
1: MySpace was, you know, social network. Yeah, MySpace complete. was the OG. Yeah. yeah damn. Rip. I was like in seventh grade, bro, or sixth grade. Actually, zenga was. You crazy. had your top ten best friends. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he oh,
0: took oh, me. Top eight, bro. My, top my, eight. My, you had top my friend. Eight. damn you my, had your own song that you could play my friend my mom went on and fucking i'll never forget my mom found my space and found like a post of me commenting on will's photo about how fucked up we would gotten that weekend and how crazy we would gotten she's like what the fuck are you getting fucked up on ross and i'll never remember i was like good mom we just drank alcohol and of course she was still mad about that but like it was less and she like thought i was fucking doing black tar heroin and snorting meth out there i don't know dude. but anyway like
2: and you weren't because you can't say that publicly
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but it was just one of those funny things i was thinking about <laughs> earlier today where it's like you uh your parents totally like i remember my space i remember my mom finding me pissed off on my like finding my shit about on my space i remember how fucking crazy it was because you used to have, a, uh, you used to have to learn a little bit about code when it came to like implementing yeah, your that's page true. and stuff. And no, you
2: didn't. Page. You just had to go through to like a generator, copy and paste, and then boom, yeah. you're done. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know right. shit about code. You're right,
0: but that at that time, but it was by, coding, the, by the overmass, sure. even my mom would think that's code today. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like, even though it was super simple for us, it was very, like.
2: No, I mean, it was definitely it, code, but you didn't. I didn't. You had I to still, go learn code. I not know anything about code. But coding. you had to go copy and paste it. That shit's yeah. fidgety.
0: You know what I mean?
1: No, yeah. Uh, I mean, you had to, like, go and see, like, okay, I want to move. I want to move this over or something. And you had to figure had
0: to, out, oh, when you see somebody else's design, you'd be exactly. like, oh, how do you get that code? Oh, let me oh yeah, yeah. That's no. exactly how it was. I feel like if Facebook
3: did that now, that shit would fucking. Blow up. you know I mean, when people start i, I remember so. people, i don't think so at i remember really when
1: people were transferring over to facebook and i was like dude why myspace you can like customize everything yeah. i was all i was all bummed out yeah but later. N- later. So then facebook more just more. seemed <laughs> so basic
3: there's not so, I mean, so much more character in myspace i feel like you could click on someone's page and
2: immediately get the vibe of what that person was like and then
3: like, yeah, that's true
2: to somebody's page and it take forever to look because they have so much stuff on it yeah they have like i remember that videos yeah they
0: have stuff raining down on yeah it. yeah hey, i remember that some of the influencers who never left fucking myspace you know what i mean like tila tequila that one gets referenced all the time i feel like by gary v i remember that how she never fucking she had a tv show on mtv bro she was the biggest shit ever bro i remember that and like ain't she was a hot porn star right wasn't she i don't i don't know if she was a porn star or not sorry tila for all those listening of us, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, it's one of those things. That's that, like, when it goes viral, dude. It, it just blew my mind how you could go. People didn't go adopt those other platforms. Facebook still, to me, I guess, like, I guess it's that still... was the place
1: that we used. To Facebook hold is the biggest, bro. and stuff, man. But like, I've
0: always kind of like been a little like, you have to be like... standoffish of Facebook. Hey Ricky, stop looking at your phone while we're potting. Yeah, dude. Very rude.
1: Oh damn, 120 plays, bro. What?
0: <laughs>
1: Let's see if this goes viral, man.
0: Hey Ricky, nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. All no right. timing. Oh, there comes the light.
1: Yeah, this light is flickering. Um. So trying to get big what on TikTok, have bro. I've
2: been doing for the past week. <laughs> <laughs> Call <of> Duty Mobile. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Have you all played it yet? No. Oh, y'all there's a guy play. at work that plays Dude, it. Dude, it is lit. Like No way. Call of Duty on your phone
0: and better than Pokemon Go. Shit, yeah. Like, <laughs> I
2: guess I really don't
0: fucking call shit, it. Shit, mean, yeah. Y'all, y'all,
2: were, y'all didn't play Call of Duty? No, nah, y'all weren't Call of Duty, Yeah, no, I played zombies it. back in the day. So like, they have like um like all the old OG maps of Modern Warfare. Oh, still really? And you're playing it and. <laughs> They also have like um you know like um PUBG and Fortnite like the battle, royale thing oh, yeah. they have that on it Dang. also so it's Dang. like it's like it's legit that's cool, like dude. they did a really good job and Damn. it's like been, been out for like two weeks. That's oh, crazy. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Whenever you okay. get in
0: the way of early on
3: the wave early, so is yeah.
2: just on the internet playing against each other on their phones.
3: Yeah. Didn't yeah. Oh, that's dope. It, it's, it's crazy. Like Didn't season
0: ten just in for. I don't know anything. About, I've never played Fortnite for I, I don't. Or know. I have played it, but I was fucking horrible and i never played it. I, I suck like ass at video games, bro. I you don't like, like I've you never been good to, like, at video take games. Your finger off to shoot. No, you like tap
2: it. Yeah, you tap it, but no, then
0: you I'll, can't like move around. I'll now. show you later, dude. It's, it's legit. Right.
2: <laughs> we can play sometime. All right. <laughs> All right, so you play? You
0: got CSGO. What else? Um. Or maybe it's not CSMO. What do they call it? no, it's kind Cod of Mobile, record. bro.
1: Cod yeah. Mobile. All right, guys. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. yeah. He's, about, he's going through his week. Oh, my bad. Um, Sorry, bro. Did you do anything music-related? <laughs> yeah. Did you sample Call of Duty? That'll be a no, a next. <laughs> Honestly, I've just been trying
2: to get back into a um, healthy, like, mindset. Um, okay. So, like, waking up, I've been reading every, right when I wake up. Then I go work nice. out. And then I just, like, start getting my – I've been doing a lot of business stuff. Like, okay. administrative stuff, trying to um, – do, like, goal setting and all, like, so this whole week has been really just business-related.
0: Cool, man. So. That's what's up. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. You do yeah. have to grind. There's a lot of times where I find, especially when I have a release coming up, man, where I just spend, I literally don't get any music making in that week. Maybe one day. Maybe one day yeah. I'll do, like, a big session on, like, a Sunday. You know, I'll make it, I'll write a bunch of songs, but, yeah, dude, the administrative stuff is, like, is
2: is very important. It's, a lo- it's, most, like, important. it's most I mean, if, <laughs> yeah, dude. If, if you're just stuck in the studio,
0: just grinding away, it's like, well, if you
1: don't do any business, then yeah. like, unless you're, you're
0: filming work. that and then like
1: posting videos. Yeah. Stuff. No, we are essentially, you know, this is an entrepreneurial venture, what we're doing. Exactly. What well, podcasting? Um, no, music? being an artist. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, yeah. You got to do, boor- do the boring, you got to do the boring shit too, man. Yeah. All right. We'll yeah. we keep it we'll brief then on the,
3: i feel Actually, like I i've been doing a little bit of research on because i'm i'm really close to having this ep done and i've been doing some research on uh yeah just pretty much playlist stuff um i had a random guy hit me up on instagram he's like dude i i see your guitar videos and I, I was wondering if you could play with me and uh I had to Pause. pretty much i had to turn it down because yeah, I'm already in two bands and I'm trying to get my own project going. So I was like
1: Yeah, dude. If you can't <laughs> But
3: how much me, how much talent
0: did that guy have? Don't
1: don't be overcommitting. Well,
3: bro. I listened to like a second of one of his songs. I was like, "Oh, this is pretty sick." Like kind of like psych rock um okay. stuff. But then I went in my car and I actually listened to his songs fully I was like, "Wow, this these mixes are really bad." Like
0: But what was the was the songwriting there?
3: It was the songs were the songs good? Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. They were just they were pretty washy. They're they're it was just yeah, it's just kind of that lazy indie rock, like um I feel like the mixes definitely could have been better. It was like sure noticeable. <laughs> but he has over seven thousand plays on each song. Oh, cool. And I was damn. like damn, that's pretty interesting. Like in my head I was like
0: He probably knows a little thing or two about marketing. And yeah.
3: yeah. I was like, in my head, the image didn't seem very strong or anything. And I think he's brand new to Instagram, too. I oh, got gotcha. you. Um, so that was just interesting. But uh, regardless of that, I've been trying to do some research on playlist stuff. Mm-hmm. And there is a ton of shit on Spotify artists. That you, I could just read about, anybody could just read about. Right, too. yeah, yeah, on
0: the, on the webpage, on their homepage. Yeah, right. I
1: get their emails, dude. I, I I always browse through them. And so, through yeah. all the was, articles.
0: I was wondering
3: if there's a section called unreleased music. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, like, let's say if I uploaded music right now, but I didn't want it released until like February, Yeah. if it would pop up.
0: Yeah, it does. So it pops up in advance. The max time it'll take is four weeks. And they tell you that maybe it's three weeks, but they tell you you need to submit it. You want your music to be uploaded four weeks minimum prior to release. Otherwise, you can't get it sent for uh, things like the release radar. However, I have somehow managed to get my song. I haven't done that with my last few releases. And somehow, the songs (laughs) that I've released on there have gotten on release radars also paid for playlisting services so maybe that's how it was but either way (coughs) there's some there's a way to do it post your initial release still it's a good habit to get into I think I think you should almost be you know completely solid in your release plan six weeks ahead of time minimum I feel like that's kind of cool time to promote yeah but most people would say you need 12 but I would say six is like I think as long as you hustle your ass off and you get all the stuff of content out there about it, you can. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think mean, that that's kind of cool though
3: because you just, you're like, alright, this is done, next song, but you just fucking put a release date for like, in DistroKid yeah. or something like two months in advance. That's what you should, should do. And by that people time, get,
2: people getting pre ordering and stuff already. Right. right. Yeah. Like you
3: have so much music backed up on unreleased shit, like by the time that one finally
0: comes out, and, and new artists today, particularly ones that have John, or not new artists, artists who have solidified spots in the game. I feel like you know the Justin Bieber's the Drakes, the even the smaller guys. You know what I mean? Like some of the up and coming artists, they do pre sales, bro. They make real money off those pre sales. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're Dude, talking yeah. like some of the millions of dollars um, off of pre sales before anybody. What pre sales
3: for iTunes?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah people, like, people
1: are still buying music, which is pretty it's crazy. It's going
0: down. It's going
1: down, yeah. yeah. But people are still buying, really which is weird. It's honestly pretty strange that people are buying music or still. Vinyl or whatever.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, cool. Any, any other highlights? You um, Can you talk about Maximo?
3: Well, I think I've mentioned the other podcasts. I'm super stoked on trying to get all the live shit up and running um, with a new band and everything. But touching on that, I wanted to go into the Black Pumas have been really killing it lately. Yeah. Before we get into that, uh, we can see. You want see what Ricky's been up to? See what Ricky's been up to?
0: Ricky hit us with a dude.
1: Yeah, I've been grinding like a motherfucker. I worked. um, How do
0: motherfuckers grind?
1: Like motherfuckers, bro. Got you. Yeah.
0: It's Like Six. wake
1: up,
3: eat one egg, nothing else for the rest of the day. Go to work. What's eat? Yeah.
2: What's sleep? I don't do that
1: Dude. shit. Yeah, bro. Uh, I, I worked. <laughs> Sorry. You know, Damn. I got a, a I got a day and a night job. That's right, it fucking uh. sucks. Um, but in my night shift, I get a lot of. I get a lot of time to work on music. So I literally made two tracks this week, and they're wow, bumping. Perfect. Yeah, work. Yeah, no. they sound fucking tight. Uh, I think you've been cooking
2: up sounds good lately,
1: man Hell yeah, thanks
2: you Can you give us a sample?
1: Um, yeah Could you just do it with your voice? I got it, yeah, yeah, of course, man It's fucking easy Puts and gats up, puts and cats. up, puts and gats Oh! Yeah, just, damn! You hear that shit? Yo, it's gonna live No, I'm saying that no. You left out
3: one of them It goes, you got
1: the groove Oh, yeah, yeah You got the groove Puts and gats up, puts and gats up, You got groove You got the groove
2: you can pre-order that now. Wanna, want Right now, We go to Lucky Roll. That's actually
3: to send me Send me a DM
1: if you want. <laughs> at Lucky
0: Roll Rick. We just need at your
1: l- email. <laughs> at Lucky Roll Rick or at Lucky Roll Music. <laughs> so that's now. I'm still you trying to convince. made a bunch of music. I'm still you trying to convince Mao to do at Lucky Roll Mao, But he doesn't want to do it. He likes the at name Mr. Mao, But whatever. Make,
2: know, make two accounts.
1: Thing, bro. Yeah, whatever. I'm well, not mad. I'm not mad about, about it. I'm not mad about it. Not all. Nah, I'm not fucking <laughs> mad. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so you guys went hard
0: on some
1: music. Yeah, <laughs> we made a lot of music. Organized, organized okay. a bunch of our playlists for DJing, and um, so I've been producing a lot. I a couple of weeks ago, I went really ha- really hard on mixing. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm just trying to, like, get creative and not... Because I feel like I'm in this flow right now, just creative flow. Like, a lot of shit just, you know, coming out of me right now. Yeah. And so I'm going to get a good break next week on, like, mid-October, like, October 21st. And I'm going to just go ham on mixing. Because we have, like, six tracks right now that we're just going to go and get them super well polished. And so we're just going to send them out to labels. And... And cool. then this, this one dude hit us up. Uh, he has a residency at Voodoo cool. he, called Technical. He just hit us up on Instagram, and he says that he wants to get us out there. So, you know, we're getting little gigs here oh, and there. Dude, dope. that just yeah. reminded
3: me. Uh, I wanted to tell you, I ran into my buddy Benny yeah. that puts on these events that uh, when Connor used to live here, yeah, we yeah. did Austin After Two. That was the name of his thing. He, he wants to throw... Parties like make it a huge thing, bro. Austin after two. So every time the bars close at two, he throws where, parties where is it six in the morning? Where is it all over? Like, he'll he rent try to rent out warehouses, he'll, he'll rent out like, venues. He's trying to find venues that will be open to doing that. Rad, yeah. um, and, um, he used to do it, he said he hasn't done it in a while, mm-hmm. but I i hey, am like, so down though. I was like, dude, we do a podcast. I have I have a, yeah. a new buddy that I met um, since. Uh, in between, from last time I worked with him till now, he makes house music and it's super dope. Oh, for real? And so he so he makes he makes uh, house no. Music. I was yeah. telling him that. Oh, me about me. Oh, about yeah, yeah, oh okay, okay, okay,
1: yeah.
0: He was quoting himself in the competition. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 the yeah. Other,
3: the, the third party. I character. get it now. I get it. And then, um, <laughs> but yeah, and he's super down to do that, and he wants to try to get bands involved.
1: Sick, dude, too. dude. That sounds awesome. Um, so the Do that runs, uh, well, pretty much the whole techno scene here, they always finish out the night at Indra's warehouse and they go after hours 2 to like 5 a.m. Is that
3: that warehouse where we played?
1: I think so, yeah. I was telling
3: him about that place. I was yeah. like, dude, I They always the do after parties there. And he was like, dude, yeah. I'm always down to throw.
1: And there's and also there. another one right here, which isn't far. Um, but they do it at both. And yes. dude, the parties look... Fucking yeah. badass. This guy, he, yeah.
3: he was like, yeah, I'm definitely down to throw down some dough for any places. We should do, do down it. down the host yeah. a party.
1: Um, like super late. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So one thing I should mention is I want to hit up some bars, see if they want to. Because I see a lot of these guys that, um, like the dude I met, uh, Marcus, uh-huh. He's he's got a monthly event at Empire. And then this other dude that hit us up, Woke Bloke, he's got a, a monthly thing at Voodoo. And so I was like, well, fuck, why don't I just do that, too? And so I'm sure these guys just, like, got into yeah, touch
0: residencies. Us. You, you kind of have to, I mean, I don't know. But from what I've seen, the people I've talked to who've gotten residencies, you kind of just have to keep showing up and eventually, yeah. like, subbing in for them. And then eventually they're like, oh, this guy's good. We know we can sub in. And I, th- then, like, I think uh, like, think the other guys to leave and you fucking take their spot. I think, more, you know?
1: I think what matters more about residencies is, like, you can get a crowd in there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. And so if if I if I can get a touch of the owner and I'm like, "Yo, I can get a crowd here." He's like, "All right. You know, we'll give you a shot." Well, what, they have nothing to lose, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, so they just give me like a regular night. And I
3: think that's more so like if they check out your music yeah. you're like connecting well with yeah. them.
1: So I was thinking Barcelona because they're doing yeah, a bunch they're doing a bunch of house and techno there. Mm-hmm. So I was going to hit up the owner, but I couldn't find any info on their website.
0: You 100% should. Yeah. up, so surreal. Yo. So boy. Um, just
1: get oh back, <laughs> back from work,
0: bro.
1: Just back from work, bro. Damn, just a long day, dude. Oh, Ooh. show. Got little extra, extra business. <laughs> <laughs> Super
0: business. Super business. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, bro. So, yeah, that's my plans. And, uh, no, you should, dude. I think you should so do we're, it to we're doing. 25 bars in Austin.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. That's, 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 but that's but I, what we're going to do. Like
0: maybe not all of them fit the day.
1: Right, I know Barcelona for sure. There's there's a few bars that are just going ham on the tech now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, don't know. Yeah. I
0: would say you're doing all the right stuff, just showing up. is definitely yeah. part of it. it's
1: dope, man. Like when I went to Barcelona with Max the other day, I literally just said, "What's up to the DJ on the booth?" And then eventually, I was fuck hey. on the, I was up on the booth with him. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even right, know the exactly guy. You just do that, it, was, yeah, it was dope. And just start talking it, to him. It yeah. was
3: funny because before that, uh, Mickey, R- Mickey, Ricky <laughs> yeah, met Mickey? us at a country bar. And, uh, and you're
2: singing? <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm singing over here. Ain't nothing but a hand up. That's not kind of.
1: Give me your best yee, g- 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 son. Yee! E- louder! G-
3: <laughs> ski, skeet! <laughs> um, <God damn>, <laughs> anyway,
4: we we're at a quick bar. Give <laughs> 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 me your best skeet! Skeet, skeet! Skeet, skeet!
0: Dude. <laughs> Fuck, let me finish! 369 damn she's I feel like every time I start talking everybody just starts him me I feel so the you're same way at country
2: bar drinking a brewski I no, oh, yeah, yeah. go 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 we're at a country no,
3: bar and, no, and that fucking dude no, that we were standing fucker. on the porch get with low. yeah yeah he was like dude I don't have I'm not I don't have any friends out here I'm just hanging out and he's like Can I chill with you guys you guys are cool and we're like yeah oh, come dope. on that's that's that, that dude yeah he was a cool ass dude that runs south. yeah and he runs sound. He goes, yeah, I'm in town because I'm uh, Aaron Watson's sound guy. I'm on tour with Aaron Watson, and I run sound for him at every show. And Aaron Watson is a huge country star. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, one of the biggest country guys. And so uh, I we were at the techno bar or whatever, and we were just kicking it, having a good time. And he was just like – I just went up to him. I was like, dude, you know what? Uh, what does it take? For in your opinion, what does it take for a small band or a small artist to open up for a massive artist? Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Dude, just email them." <laughs> and he was like, "Dude, that's all it takes is."
0: Doesn't it, just, you it can, takes building a relationship with them is what it takes.
1: Yeah, you, dude, hundred percent. You can start that true. through email. True. Relationship building, bro. This is all this is what the game is. It True, just, it
2: just one email. That's all it is. It's is dude.
0: Just send one email. Yeah, send it to Kevin Parker,
1: fucking send,
0: Tame and Paula. Yeah,
1: we'll send, send it to Lizzo. Bro. You gotta make
2: sure you send a picture of yourself, though. Yeah, <laughs> they want to see how attractive you are. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Send him this one, bro. Yeah, I got the perfect one.
2: Oh, my god.
3: Oh,
1: fuck. I mean,
3: anyway. No, but in a nutshell, <laughs> no, but, but in a nutshell, he was like, not only, he's like, but for real, like email artists, email small, like not only small venues, but massive venues. Yeah. And if they look at your stuff and they see your whole portfolio of everything, like what we were talking about, your YouTube stuff looks good. Your sure. Facebook stuff looks good. They see that you are gigging. You're an active band or artist. They, he said a lot of the times they will put you on the back burner and, and yeah. if, if somebody's like, oh, who's that one guy that emailed us, he would be a really good opener for this band.
0: It's just the, I mean, again, I mean. God. staying in their it's mind, not bro. A guarantee, it's not a guarantee, but, but it, what it it's is, a
3: huge percentage of. It takes a long time. I guess that's yeah. the, the
0: thing. And like most people aren't, most people want to send that one email and get the gig immediately afterwards. Right. And they're afraid to send the 26 other emails that come after that over the course of three years to stay in touch with that person yeah. so that the one time when they do notice all those things the stars align yeah. and you get
2: it's like a snowball effect you can't expect like yeah exactly you get that that's one the, gig that's the, that's the right one like the start of your career it, like it just takes years of, I
0: mean yeah. dude even people have there's so many artists my buddy TJ who I work with fucking has opened up for Neil Young and like he never made it you know what I mean like yeah he Damn. never really made it
1: could he have made it,
0: dude? Fucking Drake could come and listen to Daddy Nat tonight. That doesn't mean that he's gonna sign me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I could go open. You know what I mean? You could. They're just. It's it's a perfect but storm he could. of things.
1: Dude, but he, could. Hey, he could. speaking of perfect storm of things and like compound effect. Yeah, what's up, dude? Have you all read the 10x rule by Grant Cardone? I listened to that. I listened to that book this week. <sighs> Bro, it's,
2: it's on my to do list.
1: Dude, <laughs> recommend it, man. It's like a, it's like it's like another Gary V dude. Okay, yeah, but this book is just hardcore motivating. It's, it's legit. Yeah, Yeah. and hard work. Yeah, it talks about fucking grinding.
2: You just gotta make ten dollars, and then you gotta make do that ten times. Is that it?
1: Nah. No, but yeah, you know, that's a good guess, man. It's a good move, yeah, dude.
0: solid.
2: Yeah. I think that was Steve if you Harvey. do like that, be like fucking Steve Harvey. You yeah. said that, I was four like four billion they were like, how do you how do you um how do you become a millionaire? But it was like, well, first you gotta know how to, um earn ten dollars, and then you do that ten times. Then you have a hundred dollars. Then you do that ten times. Then you got a thousand dollars. Do that ten times. You got ten thousand dollars, <laughs> and you just keep doing that, and then you'll eventually make it a millionaire. I'm like, okay. I think- like, Okay,
1: I think. I think I heard somebody say that.
0: There's some shit going on with Steve Harvey. Maybe I don't know. Like for another pod. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, I know it's, that's a pretty hilarious quote.
2: I mean, I think that's actually really smart. It's kind of right. Because, like, a lot of people are like, yo, how do I become a millionaire? It's like, okay, well, first, <laughs> think about it on a small scale because yeah. you have no money right now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you can make $10, then you can eventually make a million dollars. like... That's so, true,
0: yeah, exactly. I mean, he's got a fucking point,
2: doesn't he? But 10X. Yeah, 10X, 10X
1: that shit. 10X that shit.
0: Yeah. I mean, do
2: you want to give us, like, some... Yeah, want like, a synopsis on it. Like, f- yeah, 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 so... I'm just going to say, yo, read that book.
1: No, well, yeah, y'all should just read that book. Don't spoil it yeah, for Yeah, you should me. Just but, read that
0: book. Let me post a new TikTok while I'm...
1: But, uh... <laughs> well, he says that... Success, like, your success you should be, like, your duty and your responsibility. And if you don't... Next. If you don't go and try to be successful, you're actually stealing from the world because you're not giving the world everything that, you know, all your gifts. That's pretty much like the whole. So you're taking 10x? It's almost like what he was saying. Literally what he was saying is like it's unethical if you don't go all out all the time. You know, and he wasn't he was saying like with anything. He was like, you got to go all out with your health. Got to go all out with your family. It was intense. Like I was reading on the way to work on the way back. I was getting lit up, man. It was crazy. I mean, yeah.
0: fuck, dude. I feel like I have... I used to live with Max, for example, and I used to fucking go, and I'd have to have... I think, because naturally I am an introvert, but i have to go into my room and have time where i just decompress and do nothing and fucking watch something or play video games or maybe even some days it just go work out obsessively. You know what I mean? Like, I would go have these times... And like recovery like, period What would you say recovery i mean i guess but like it, what i've realized now is yeah your relaxation
2: is very like important. you got to give your time to recover y-
0: you do but i found that i've because i've changed my mindset a little bit and i am becoming a whole lot more happy in my day-to-day life because of how much time and energy i'm spending in music or just in you know the whole thing being an artist you know
3: being yeah. in a Whatever you I feel want like you've it. been working out a lot ever since the end of us living together. Yeah, too.
0: I started working out. I got a workout ethic there where I have to do it five or six times a week. But that's part of it. That is great for your mental Dude. health as well. Hundred percent. Fucking amazing. Yeah. But How do you feel right now? I feel pretty I good, right like you, know. I feel good right now. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah. yeah. So just me and Max. You've been doing for the past week. No, I just mean. Yeah, you're right. I'm. I'm. I'm, Dude, all it's weird. Weird. I'm I've been tired all to. day. But like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I feel like I. If I haven't worked on whatever I needed to work on, whether it's TikTok videos, IG footage, music, uploading a podcast, emailing somebody, whatever it is, making a YouTube video, like, if I haven't done that until, like, 11 o'clock at night, I feel like I haven't put in work. And so that's been a huge difference for me. Yeah. Because I used to get home, and I would be so fucking, like, worried that I wasn't going to be able to get home until 8 o'clock. And I'd only have three hours to decompress. And, like, I've started to get rid of that shit.
1: Yeah, dude. I... Which is probably... I have, like, no chill to...
0: certain th- aspects. But I I guess my mentality has shifted where yeah. I don't look at it as work as much anymore. I look
1: at it as, like... Yeah.
0: Almost like playing a video game in a weird mental way.
2: I actually think that's my favorite part of stress is when you're so stressed out that, like, you're putting so much work in that it's, like you hate actually going out and having fun. Yeah,
0: you're, like, you, at that point, you're
2: on. like, you're like, when somebody says, hey, like, do you want to hang out? You're like, damn, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I can't work, like, I can't go have fun. Like, I got to work. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's my favorite part, my favorite stress.
1: You know, that's interesting. Like, I've never been able to, you know, it's rare, but I can never just come back from work and just not do anything. Plop down. Yeah, like, it's so hard for me. I, I'll usually get here, I'll probably s- sit here, and I'll have, like, a drink 10 minutes later. Not a drink, like, just, like, some water, whatever. Right. 10 minutes later, I'm, like, fucking swinging the mace, think, like, just moving my body. And, like, because you, you, you think you're tired, but then I'm, like, dude, I've been sitting at work for fucking 12 hours. Let me move my body. And as soon as you start moving your body, like, energy just, like, flows into you. And then that's all of a sudden I'm just, just all of a sudden I'm just like inspired to like go do shit. Yeah, Even more no, no, like no, working I out create a great way. If My creativity, Yeah.
0: You, like you have any kind of block in general? Yeah. You go fucking work out, that will change. My creativity
1: starts flowing, like Dude, I feel just, like myself again.
3: That's just what I was about to say. I yeah. I have been dead. I got up at 6 this morning. I've been dead tired all day. And we worked out and I was fucking exhausted after yeah. that. And then I jumped in the pool. And then after that, yeah. Now, just thinking about just now, when we, just when we started this podcast, yeah. I just realized now I feel perfect. You feel great, right? It, yeah, it's working so weird. out gives you more yeah, energy. It's so you know? true, bro.
1: It's true. It's crazy. It gives you energy, your physical movement. Because we didn't, you know, we did a workout, but we didn't kill ourselves. You know, yeah, we went pretty hard. I feel like, like I was dying pretty. Yeah, pretty good. But it was like short bursts of energy. It was short yeah, bursts exactly. of energy. We didn't like go and like do like a marathon or something. Yeah, shit, exactly. You know? We're not like exhausted. You know, I'll so tell y'all what
3: we did. We ran around the block. Uh we did some Thanks, bear crawls on the sidewalk. And then we did bear crawls and then sprints. And then nice. we did bear crawl sprints and frog jumps. And then we did bear crawl sprints, frog jumps, and, crawl, sprints, frog jumps, and lunges. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. a good workout. Yeah, it was solid. It was like Hog. a short little spot on the sidewalk. Yeah. 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 People's dogs were shitting next to us and stuff. And they're like, what the yeah. hell are these guys crawling uh, on the car?
0: Uh, we were yelling and shit. shit. <laughs> Leap- <laughs> over each other. Ricky's hey. like, let's go. I'm like, oh.
1: Hey, you haven't seen, uh, you know who David Goggins is? Uh-huh. Yeah? Uh, have you seen uh, the video of him uh, when what do you, what do do? he was, dude, it was fucking hilarious. He was lifting uh, with one of his buddies. Because I was watching the, a, pod, a Joe Rogan podcast with, God, I forgot his name. But these guys are insane. They're absolute maniacs. And they, they were working out, and that, that dude was telling a story about when he was working out with David Goggins. And then they showed the footage of when they were doing it. And David Goggins is literally like, he, they're doing like retarded amounts of reps on the bench press. Mm-hmm. And literally, they're like at 100 reps or something. And they, they only have two plates, but they're just going ham. And then Goggins just starts going, Who's gonna carry the logs? Who's going to carry the boat? Who's going to carry? And it's like a regular ass gym, dude. And this dude's just like, Who's going to carry the logs? Who's going to do it? Oh <laughs> my God. And that's why I was yelling at you. I was like, Who's going to carry the logs, Max? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fucking funny, bro. You're I was just, just like, that. What the hell are you saying right This dude's now? a fucking maniac, dude. Y'all need to... Uh, yeah, man. I mean... Yeah.
0: Are so workouts are interesting, dude. I can't really do... I can, but I can't really do workouts on my own. I, do go, I go to group classes... And I fucking compete like a motherfucker with everybody who's there. Zumba. <laughs> <laughs> nah, what, what's the other one? No, what's the no, what's the other one? Pilates. No, nah, Pilates, but there's a, like a hot yoga. It's like a, it's like a purple. Oh my God. Zumba. Curves. Curves. That's where I go. Yeah, guys.
1: Ross comes back with like a headband, a purple headband. He's like, just got back from my Zumba class, guys. (laughs) Judge your size.
0: You got got those like socks that go all the way up that like girls used to think were hot in the 80s and shit in the 90s. That shit is hot. You do water (laughs) aerobics. Dude, socks are hot on chicks. Yeah, dude,
1: I love it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, dude, I fucking,
0: <laughs> I, I just, it's just an interesting thing. I like, I will be super competitive when other people are around, Yeah. but doing my own workout, like I can get into it, but I'm just way more slow and methodical and it takes me way longer and I like, don't even get the good workout in that
2: I want. Honestly, I love working out by myself. I was going to say, I bet you huh. do. Because like how uh, I've been starting my workouts now, it's like, I do like one mile running, but when I work out... I um, typically listen to a podcast now. Nice. So it's like, dang. I I work out while I'm listening, and then that shit motivates me. And like, I'm getting all these golden nuggets, and then I'm working out. For sure. So, I mean, I I get a pump in, I get some education in. Like,
1: you can, uh, dude, I get when I work out. Can you focus, bro? Can you focus on the podcast? Yeah. Damn, dude. Like, I can, if I'm doing a workout, man, I can't focus like, on, on, on listening to a podcast.
2: But I mean, I've been, like, I mean, years ago, I was reading and. Walk on the treadmill, like, like, For sure. like,
1: I'll walk when you work, I'll walk, when you yeah.
0: work
2: out, like your brain gets more stimulated. So you can take a lot more information. And so when you, so I'll read like, and I'll remember those books, but if I go home and like read it on the couch or something, it's like, I won't remember it as well. Interesting. So it's like the same thing with the podcast. And like, so I, I started the, um, black chat podcast that somebody told me about. And like, I'm on episode 12 now. And it's like, some golden nuggets in there. It's no like way? Some, yeah, and then... Oh, hell yeah. For, like, I think... You want to
1: you wanna share some golden nuggets?
2: Um, no, what's it, what's it's a, share, um, so, it's a group of producers... Do you just walk
3: on the treadmill, or you're...
2: you're no, I run. Running. Okay. I, I do, like... It depends on the day, but... Yeah. So, I would... <laughs>
0: so, I, like, spread Tell us all about your workout? <laughs> so, like... But, like,
1: okay, question. But if, like, you're lifting, for example, if you're, like, you know, I'm about to hit, like... A few like reps. I mean, you
2: go in We're and out. Peck flies. Yeah,
1: some uh, flies, and you know, all of a sudden, like, I your, go, your attention just starts going. I mean, you know, I go in hear. and out of, of a podcast. Yeah, you're it's kind of like out.
2: when you sit down on a and listen to a teacher. It's like you don't focus 100%. It's like, I think they I did you. a study where it's like you don't, like, when you talk to somebody, you don't focus 100% into them. Like, you, like doesn't matter how hard you about do what you're doing. No, <laughs> that's absolutely know. true. Like, what if yeah. teachers.
3: Just take their class and start walking around a track all day while they're teaching them each
0: subject. I think that – It would I probably work better. They'd also have a bunch of complaining ass I kids. mean <laughs> it,
2: it, it's like how to keep yourself awake in the classroom, they always say like stand up. Yeah. What if like instead of like the bouncy balls and sitting down, everybody had like these walking treadmills and you just yeah. you just walk. While t- being educated, and they have like these um, treadmill desks now that you can actually like take notes and stuff. like that. I think that'd be dope. Like, Damn. they should do an experiment yeah. like that and see like that, that for a full year, all these kids will be like super shredded, like very <laughs> <bro, Yeah. pretty laughs> educated. Like, they can't sleep. Very educated, shredded <laughs> kids. <laughs> they can't sleep. Like,
0: they all have blonde eyes, <laughs> blonde hair, blue eyes. By the end of it, you know, <laughs> like, it'll be like
2: it'll be like super dope. I think like. Um, Dude, that would be,
1: that would be pretty <laughs> sick. Every pretty sick, bro. Yeah. But going on cool to idea.
2: the podcast, the Blab yeah. Chat is yeah. the whole um, template of it. Is the first like thirty minutes or so? They just It's just these producers talking with each other. They have um guys a yeah, which producers talk, talk, talk producer stuff. Oh, okay. Um,
1: it's called Blab Chat. Blab Chat. Okay. Um,
2: oh, yeah. I don't know on the top of my head. I'll oh. have to look, but. They do that for thirty minutes, and the next thirty minutes, like a DJ set, and then the next thirty minutes.
1: Oh, that's what's up.
2: Yeah. So, and it's different types of music each time. So, like while you're working out, it's dub that you listen to like the first thirty minutes, and then they usually start playing music, so you can listen to, like, work out while you're listening to music, and then they go into this next segment where they get these beats by amateurs sent to them, and then they're like, yo, is this like a good beat, like with a rap on it, or is this complete shit? So, like, they listen to it, most of the time, it's like, yo, this sucks, like, and it's because of these reasons.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So, it's
2: like, sometimes it's just like, yo, this sucks, like, next song. But it's like, sometimes, like, yo, this is fire, or like, it's it's like four different Dude,
1: that's what we should do, bro. So, yeah. Like, like live stream it, get people sending us shit, like, people tuning in. Yeah. But we gotta have, like, a fixed time. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's one of the... It's super dope. I don't really listen to the beats side of it because um, it's usually hip hop, and I'm not focused around my the hip hop side of it. I'm more of a listen to a podcast for the yo know, producer talk, Fuck yeah. and then the like the cool. uh, DJ set. Sure. So I was gonna
0: say, well, yeah, on I'll, no, I'll
2: have a I've, I've really Blue Mountain.
0: I've really, really, really <laughs> music into this podcast where we just start listening to tunes. I don't know what the legal repercussions are for No, me. no, I think we should uh, do a like, live stream, does bro. That all the time and th- I listen to him twice a week and I fucking uh he he just brings jams, bro and like it's great. Yeah. I I don't think live streaming's quite as important in fact. I we just can think talk it'd be I just it,
1: people want inter- to like if we're interacting with people, bro. What do you that's just what do do y'all plus.
2: want? Listeners. What would you like us to do? Yeah, like they
1: ask questions like, yeah, we all give like our own yeah, opinion we on really it. Try I think we should definitely try be it.
0: difficult to do for two hours, but maybe
1: not. No, really we'll try. be... Why not? Yeah, you're right, you're right. Like, people are going to tune in and out. Like, it'll be different people here and there.
2: If you do a live stream, then, I mean, that's just more content, honestly. Yeah, so. exactly. And then
1: we just record it and we put it on YouTube. And people might... That's what we got to do. We should set this up where it's a little more, not like a couch, you know?
2: Yeah, this place looks like shit. Yeah, <laughs> My might want to clean it up a little bit. Yeah,
1: I mean, a, uh, like we could use a super
0: production ready for, a, but I'm cool with it. I'm definitely gonna try because we're just gonna get better because we do it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, there are certain things I think in production that, like, I'm not really saying. I'm not trying to get. I'm not trying to tell you guys like things that we should change to make this podcast better. I'm just trying to us all get more comfortable. I mean, I'm just a
2: guess. Months. Yeah, but... <laughs> I'm just putting... I'm just putting my yeah, thoughts it, out there. Yeah, give us
0: your third-party perspective. But that's my perspective. Yeah, yeah. Let's go make 100 episodes, and then, because I'll know the game so well, then I can start to make the twist what's off. good in the game. But well, until damn. I know the game... I was
2: thinking that since... I mean, this is all about, like, you know, bedroom producer stuff. Right. I mean, it doesn't... You don't actually look like it's in the studio. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it, it makes it more intimate if it's, like, you know, you're with... You're inside, like, like that chair over there, like, if... If the camera's like facing this way, like it's like, yo, you're part of, you're inside the living room with us. Like you're chilling right. with us. Yeah, yeah, You can yeah. put beer in front Th- of like, That's the one thing it's like, I was yo, thinking. You're drinking with us. Yeah, like, that's cool.
1: Like you can be like, hey, beer of the day is like, like that. brought to you
2: by. That's the vibe. That's something. definitely
1: the vibe I would like to give for sure. And that's how you could
2: get sponsors too. Yeah. Is like oh, saying, true. like, um, some like, yeah, beers or
0: like, yeah, dude. Some dude. awesome whiskey. That's a Ross. <laughs> dude. I mean, bro, like, you can, uh, I mean, I've, I've gotten sponsorship from fucking craft breweries for throwing a party before. You know what I mean? Like you can definitely do it. And then you can do, do it for podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Like I,
2: I've been wanting to I'm do like a podcast him. for a while now, but I just never like had a people that actually want to do it. So I'm just mm. building all my business thoughts to y'all. So yeah, dude, I Hell love yeah. it, man. If y'all actually do it, I mean, it, we can live
0: know. stream you in. Uh, not live mm-hmm. stream you. We can like there are ways to Skype other people in for pods. Yeah. So yeah. I would still be cool with him, you know, joining. I honestly, dude, I really like your perspective. I think. There's things about me, Max, and Ricky that allow – that stop us from having decent content. And it's primarily because we're such good friends and we know each other and we're, all, we're around each other a lot. I'm not saying this is, like, a negative thing, but I am saying to have an outsider's perspective like you has really made me realize, like, oh, my level of professionalism steps up to a whole nother level when somebody else is here because I'm not just here funny, like, with my boys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's not even about the professionalism, but it's just, like – I want to do better. I want to be more natural when I talk about things. You know, it's just an interesting. It's kind of
2: like when you work at home and then you work inside of an office, right? Like it's a whole different environment, so it's a whole different vibe. So, like, absolutely, yeah. I mean, this this podcast
1: has definitely made me more conscious of the way I talk. Yeah, you know, like just trying to get better at talking. Talking is definitely a skill that to improve on. And I, sometimes I feel like I'm super stuttery and shit, and I feel like I'm getting better.
2: Speaking of that, yeah. when I was listening to the last podcast, I think I, I should be a jerking game where every single time I say like,
1: bro, you take a shot. Dude, I say like like, I say <laughs> and, like, like a motherfucker. You should die. listen you'll... to the first
0: podcast we did. Dude, yeah, dude. W-
1: was I saying like a lot, or were you? No, I was. Okay, like, I say like. <laughs> yeah. It's funny
0: because it was, it's terrible. was, we were. Uh, we were ripping on Ricky for how much he said it one. Dude. <laughs> but then last time, I thought you were almost like taking the piss. Like, I thought you were almost joking because you were saying like a lot and Ricky, we were almost like jabbing at him throughout it about it, but I didn't even notice it, man. That's and, honestly and just how we, I talk. We notice yeah. it way more about
1: each other. Like, yeah. I
0: will always notice it more about me than I'll notice for everyone, everyone else. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. That,
1: that's That also
2: true. goes in hand with production. Like... Yeah, true. Like... Like, like. Uh, yeah. when, when you produce, <laughs> I, I think I did this. Um, I post on my story today. It's like, hey, think about when you're working on your music. Think about the big picture, not just those little tiny details that only you will notice. Those like, oh, velocity of my head has is like a hundred, like a hundred. I can't make it at ninety nine. Like nah, yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: Like right, right, right. Those little you think things, macro for sure. Yeah,
2: those yeah. little things that only you will list here is only you will hear. Like,
1: um, yeah. There's a there's a fine line in with, with what you're is, saying, yeah, yeah, but yeah, right. that's one that you have to. Cause, dude, when is it? When when are you done? You mixes know? are never perfect. When are you done? I don't think mixes ever no, are perfect. No, they're not. I mean that's I don't think Mixing is an art So Yeah exactly But
0: I think if you look at like The best song Let's like Max tell me your favorite song Ever By Tom Petty right now uh,
3: She's a don't uh, Probably I'll just say refugee
0: I bet you when that left the studio In the back of somebody's mind Whoever mm-hmm. left it Unless they were just A super confident Cocky motherfucker Which most mixing engineers I've met are not They're not They were not 100% They're- Uh
1: most mix but, engineers are just like but, little oh, actually, like nerds, man. I, yeah, exactly. There's that
3: always it? a due date. So it's that funny also, that I, I exactly, just, exactly. I just picked that song off the top of my head, but I just remembered in that uh, documentary,
0: he actually but, did say it was perfect.
3: No, they re- <laughs> they recorded that song a hundred and I think it was I think it was hundred and eighty takes. Either hundred eighty takes or eighty takes, but still, either way, it's a fucking lot. Yeah. And
0: execution's different than mixing.
3: Yeah, true. But yeah, executing it, they fucking re recorded that shit. So they were about to rip each other's hair out.
0: I mean, the thing think is about it, that's not that many times, bro. And you As all, a full band? I mean, reco- it is, but it's also like, what? They did that in three days? What were they recording on? Look, on yeah, hardware assault. gear. Like all.
1: I was in those days, man. Yeah, in a studio. So it
2: was more scary back then. Yeah. One, were, one it, take it, in. Yeah. It was all together. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't...
1: Yeah. I mean, they're probably recording yeah. it on tape, dude, honestly. Yeah, it
2: wasn't... And plus, there's a lot more pressure back then because back then, you will had to record it and then it'll be released in like six months instead of like, it could be released tomorrow. Like, you a just dream yeah. Like, you had to record it and there's so much um, pressure at that time of the industry. Now, it's just like like instead of quality it's more of like quantity now yeah. honestly like if you look at the like albums um recently um instead of having like just 12 songs they have like 26 songs cuz it's just streams like yeah, that's how you get your money is the streams not the album sales now yeah. So.
1: yeah no definitely um quantity you have to get good you have to you're get making g- money from y- you have to get uh, well just t- speaking about quantity and quality like you have to get good You have to get comfortable first with putting a lot of shit out and then just improve in the long run. Right. Because I feel like, you know, I feel like that's the mistake I've made. And now I'm just like just going with the flow. Right. And shit's just getting better naturally because you're just, you're practicing. You repeat, it's just naturally. There's um, always
2: going to be a new song. So it's like. Exactly.
1: You just have to get through dude. Yeah. It's definitely not like before where you could like cuz dude shit's moving so fast nowadays man so you just got to get comfortable at like putting yourself out there and improving as you go right yeah
0: yeah it's it's uh it's tough particularly if you start set the bar high or low you know what I mean it's hard to yeah but you know man
3: i I, I feel like it's hard kind hard of hard. even i don't know my opinion i'm kind of a
0: quality over quantity kind of, kind of person I feel like we
1: all are dude i've i've had but, to get comfortable you know, just but it is, quantity, 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 quantity. The quality is the
0: deal. You put out the best song ever, dude. Like, the best song ever for whatever genre you're going for. In today's climate, I would say in six months, it's not that you're not dudes. relevant, but you're not. Like, if you don't drop anything again, like yeah. people are going to be just constantly worried. Of and true. six months that, is. That's
3: why I said there's a fine, There, so it's an even thing. You can't, like, put, like. If you put trash out, nobody's going to listen to it. Exactly. So I I think there's a steady pace, like what could be that steady pace? Like maybe in my, so in my head, I'm going to give my example, I think maybe, um, maybe I like the idea of like an album, maybe two albums and typically how many songs are on an album, like 12 to 15 or Mm -hmm. something. So maybe 30 songs a year.
0: Yeah that's, I, I that's feel like very ambitious in and
3: that's society. a lot and, I mean, yeah, yeah and that that's a lot um I, yeah maybe i'll even like throw my number lower maybe like but you can do that
0: you could do that i think but and there's some there's
3: rappers and people out there they're literally like that one guy he throws a song a day or right. no an album a month who uh that guy that was on that boat party
2: but you also uh, gotta think that an album a month rap, yeah rappers usually don't Raps produce also very they right. mix master. Yeah, they usually they're just the right. right. instrumental rap on it Yeah, like they also are not just songwriters chain. Like
0: you can tell the difference True. between a songwriter and a rapper the yeah. people who rap their asses off anymore can't do the same storytelling that they used to be able to because it's saturated they can but it doesn't become as popular because Kendrick and Drake and fucking J. Cole are gonna write amazing songs yeah yeah right. dude no and J. Cole bro they're yeah. not the best rapper. Maybe they are. But there I could I would say there are people out there who could probably rap them. Maybe it doesn't have as much swag. It certainly doesn't have as much influence. It doesn't – maybe it's not even as tuned with the culture as much. True. But, you know, bar for bar, they're fucking fantastic. That's yeah, yeah, why yeah. battle rappers don't become professional rappers afterwards often. You know what I mean? Well, what I'm saying
2: is that – Sorry. I didn't mean um, that. No, you're good. I mean, kind of getting to my point yeah. now is that – I'm a little bit of an asshole. It depends on <laughs> fucking Russ. What kind of artists you <laughs> are. I mean, this is probably more focused towards like producers or just bedroom artists. I, I think we be- should probably at some what? point, like, I'm
0: so indifferent on the name now. You could literally give me a different name tomorrow and I'd be like, yeah, that might be all right. No, yeah, pro-
1: producers, man.
2: Because if it's producers, I mean, somebody that produces, it could take a full month just to produce one song because you gotta have an artist that jumps on the track. And They had to write their lyrics, but like it if you take years if, bro. if you're a hip-hop artist it's just like hey Let me find this instrumental. I'll rap over your instrumental I, Give me an hour to write these lyrics Give me in the booth for an hour and then boom It's done like two hours for the other time yeah. for a producer side They got produce the right. instrumental then they got record the vocals and they got to finish a production and then they also got to If they're mixing master their own stuff, which most likely they will, a mix master See, let's define – So
0: that's like a lot of hours. So here's the other thing about hip-hop. In my opinion, a producer is not necessarily what I would – Exactly. uh, A producer is not necessarily what the – if you're looking at historically what the term producer has meant. In my eyes, a producer was what Brian does for me, so the guy who I work with, he comes in, he Takes apart the songs, he arranges it, he gives it structure. We recut vocals perfectly, we recut everything perfectly, and then he does as much as he can to make the mix sound perfect. Then we usually send it to another person to mix it and another person to master it. Oh, is that and what like, is that what y'all do? That's like that's like I mean that that's what I mean, I pro- we produce. That's I bring what a, a producer is. somebody that goes from the beginning all the way to the end. He takes my idea and turns it into reality. And see, dude, that that's yeah, super that, dope. And a beat a producer in hip hop. Somebody Th- they who are took beat makers. I loop over here and took this, and they take four different instruments and they make what sounds fucking really dope most of the time. Like honestly, it sounds fucking. That's amazing. badass. And they mastered Fruity Loops. They mastered Ableton. They, mastered they don't know shit about you know music theory usually or playing instruments in general. I they mean, just they're, figured they're out good beat how makers. To
2: make like that's the thing is, like, there's a difference between a beat maker and a producer. A Producer goes from the like beginning of the whole entire concept like figures out like how the songwriting and recording can go with the song right and try to go all the way to the end like that's what a producer is like right. they produce the whole entire song not just the beat right. like
1: no yeah sometimes in
0: hip-hop the vocals come in and it's done i mean if you have yeah, a strong enough true. vocalist they're i mean going yeah to carry the weight of the whole song little Nas x i mean fuck, look at that guy you know what i mean like if you like the song or not Homeboy somehow but figured out how to make that But the producer,
2: the producer should be in the booth, but well, like not in the booth, in the studio right. while they're recording and saying, say hey, "Yo, Nas. Y- your vocals are not good right here. Can you change this up? Can you change this part of the vocals? Like, why are you sounding like a question? Like, that's a but. Beatmaker, they don't know anything about recording. They'll just right. say like, "Yo, that sounds
0: dope." And I bring well, so I bring little not like little nods. For example, I would say he's actually if you're going by the historic term of producer. He is actually more of a producer than, uh, what was his name, Keo, Keo on the track or something, Young Keo, whoever the producer who made that beat is. And I don't know this kid, maybe he actually is a fucking genius, maybe he had a lot more to say with it, but just from the outside looking in, Little Nas X to me looks like he's actually more of a producer. He's a writer of songs, but he brought the structure and the format and the arrangement of the song, which is actually what made it a hit.
1: I got a question. Uh, yeah, go ahead. What about, what about Kanye?
0: Kanye's a fucking best producer, one of the best producers. He's, produ- he's a, producer, a producer and he's a rapper. Yeah, but he, he started off, he's, but dude, Kanye makes all of his albums and he makes all Push T's fucking tracks. And
1: makes well, he makes it, he's, so he, many tracks. he's more yeah, of a producer than that. That's what I'm rapper. saying. Man,
0: but what what he was he re- the
2: point of that statement?
1: I'm saying like, what about, what about Kanye? Like, cause you're saying that, you know, some producers not are like. He's a beat
0: maker. I think, I think he arranges songs. I think he knows how to make beats but i think when he makes beats there's so many intentional movements in it that allow him to actually
2: be have a, a producer. So, so he's an artist like he's an no, overall I know. creative artist so like yeah. he, when he produces he like understands how his voice is going to be on the track and he produces every single and thing that.
1: right so but he makes his own beats right that's uh-huh. what, yeah okay okay but, that's so what i was wondering
0: but like
2: so a beat maker, the difference is they'll make a beat and give it to a hip hop artist and never like be part of the production again. That's a beat maker. They just send it off and that's the
0: placement. It's like sending it to a regular.
2: You're not not involved in the song anymore after you make the beat. Like, your whole entire business model is make beat, sell beat, make beat, sell beat. Not make beat, work with artists to make a dope-ass
3: song. Got
1: it. Okay, okay, okay. I think Lil Pump
3: is a producer, or uh, not producer, I think Lil Pump is a perfect example of somebody that just raps over. Yeah. And
1: and that's interesting, you know, hip-hop world, you know, because like it, it sounds super dope, man. Super collaborative. And there, it, it's kind of cool
3: because it's like, here's the court. Can you throw free throws or not? And I mean, some guys go in there and they have a flow and a style and they lock in. And other guys are like, yeah, I'm going to go over this. And they're missing all the free throws. Like, I mean, they, they're, they're just.
0: The thing about hip hop is, is that everybody who has told you how music should be produced, who's your OG, the people, who, they fucking, most of them have looked at hip-hop, and maybe this is changing a little bit more now, there's a lot more people open to it, but most of them look at hip-hop and they think it's a disgrace that it took somebody 15 minutes to make a beat and 20 minutes to record the vocals. And the reality is, people fucking love it. And the music sounds yeah. good. Yeah. So they just fucked up the game. And there's also like nothing
2: wrong with beat-making, it's just like a whole different... It's, it's, it's it, not it, a producer. It depends on um, like who you are, like if you can be in a room making like i went to um for a south by there was this talk and there was like four beat makers in there and they were like yeah like i can make a b in five minutes like i've done it so long that i will just get these loops put it together and make a dope ass beat and boom it's done in five minutes and i make like a hundred beats a day and then like i'm like yo like i i honestly could not do that like i'd be so tired and exhausted yeah. and Like, bro, um, you know, that's not like if you can do that and you're a beat maker, congrats. Yeah. And if you can actually sell your beats, you got it so good. Congrats. But I cannot do that. I want to be a part of the whole thing. No, I can
1: definitely say like, uh, that type of volume is fucking insane. But I, me and Mal, we're always talking about like, dude, we like the, and especially in the house music world and techno world, dude, these fuckers are pumping tracks out like mad bro mad so and there's no well well there is but it's chopped you know it's it's all beat it's all beat you know and it's but it's i mean it's just samples are already cut yeah 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 you you make your own samples whatever you know but like there's a formula right and so literally like i made like three tracks this week and i'm like dude i i'm like i'm like defining the like it's almost like you know, You're defining your own I'm tempi- de- I'm, de- I'm defining my own formula, my own like sausage factory, bro. I'm just fucking making my sausages go through the fucking uh, conveyor belt. You know what I'm saying? And so that's do you f- do you feel that's like- all I'm thinking about.
3: Because yeah. I I made, I think I made like two tracks in a week. Yeah, and they're just ideas. And I'm like, all right, these are super solid ideas. I can now. I, I feel like that's like to me it feels like cool i got the meat of it it's like 60 70% there i'm like man now i got to really think hard about little trickles of production things mm. little transition ideas and all that do you, you okay yeah yeah
1: so i, um, I think there's a formula so so i'm so like i'm literally trying to like get every detail everything right like in to, that moment in that moment right but however it'll take me a few days uh, like I can't do it all in a day because yeah. in the next day it's like oh man you know it's not it's not vibing the way I want it but I'm definitely getting it done within two days and I'm, I'm I mean up to the arrangement the structure of the track and the way I want it to flow I'm getting all that done and so that's why I'm like I'm batching the creative process of creating the track and creating the arrangement but then after I have like six tracks that and that's why I was saying like next week I'm just gonna batch mix. All those tracks i'm gonna go back and at the same time i'm not even saying like i'm just gonna mix i'm like okay if you need some tweaking here and there and the mixing is still part of the way you want it to groove because you're creating a lot of the pumping and a lot of the so you'll still a lot of the vibe
3: some hi-hats or something yeah and
1: dude especially hi-hats that's the one thing that's like so sensitive uh yeah yeah, i'm always tweaking hi-hats dude yeah yeah yeah, going going off of you um
2: i think that one important thing is that you need to when you have an idea the best thing is to just put the idea out there don't go on to a whole different project necessarily like get what all like whatever feelings you're feeling put all that into that project and then worry about the mixing the actual blending and later just write it all out exactly and then you can like say okay my right. whole idea is out there now. Let me fix it up, make it, polish exactly. It exactly.
1: See, like, uh, before I felt like my mixing skills, like, you know, sucked maybe like a year ago, and I was always like, no, I gotta like make it sound good, so I would get stuck in make, making it in, in doing the mix, which absolutely helped, but now I like, dude, the mixing starts from the production. It starts from it starts from right. the sample selection, right. and so I feel like I already know what samples to pick. I already have the right drum grooves, like already in place. So I know that I'm gonna be able to mix it like super dope. So right. I'm just trying to get better at Which picking. Takes
2: lots of time and experience, dude.
1: Yeah, man, it takes. It dude, does, and it's I mean, never gonna really stop. It, really You're never gonna is. stop understanding, like, because sometimes, it takes like. It takes confidence, too. Like, sometimes I'll pick, like, a certain sound, and, like, I'm, like, I just, like, you know, unable to, you, like, search, and, like, my samples, like, lasers, you know? I find, like, this one, like, sample of a laser or something, yeah, and it's, like, and I'll cut it, and, like, sometimes, like, a long laser, like, it'll do, like, some shit like that. Yeah, and I'll, like, cut it, and that'll be, like, some sort of percussive sound. I'm, like, dude, you know, you're just... Feeling it out, man, as you go, and the only way that Good you can—the only way that you can get to that point—is through experience, man. You know?
3: Yeah, that, that's yeah, everything. That's why yeah. I, and that's, that's everything. Yeah, everything. That's, yeah. That right there is—is yeah. is the hours. Yeah, it's the process. hours. You have it's to. Hear. You have yeah. to hear everything.
1: Yeah, everything. Yeah. You have to hear yeah, exactly. Every sound that what do you
3: think
0: you get out of your, your own? Made. You're getting. Your, do you think you? Getting in your own head about the mix slows you down.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I used to work with Will when I did Brethren. You know, Will's a childhood friend of ours. Yeah. I was the vocalist and basically would come up with a lot of the beats, and then Will would come in and help me make them. You know, hours, right? And it was super fun. I still love those songs that we did on that project. We were releasing a song a month. We were doing all that before I kind of took a different turn and was like, Daddy, that's what I'm going to do. Um, I remember that. And Will. Would be so just searching for something.
1: Yeah, you right. can get it would stuck. Piss
0: me the Fuck off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there was, was like a good fucking like nine months where Will literally would come home with me every weekend to my house, spend basically the entire weekend with me, and we would work on songs like from start to finish, like, and we would just go and that would usually take us a very long time. There were some songs we got moved faster than others. We had a guy who would mix and master it for us so we could send it off to a certain point. But, like, the necessity and drive for me to be like, I need this done, that was, Will would take a very different approach for it. And I'll be honest, there was a good balance for a while. Um, But it's one of those things where it's like, I'm looking back at it now, and it's like, that would frustrate the fuck out of me. Why i found brian who yeah knows exactly what he's fucking doing that's cool goes in, yeah, yeah like see, see see.
1: one thing i see for me is like yeah dude my my heart is in the fucking underground house music right but i have a craving that eventually he's got a craving guys yeah, he's got a that, craving. yeah i have like a like i also want to produce artists yeah. you know so i want to learn the whole like from production to mixing and dude um i don't know Dude, I want to send this to y'all to tell me what y'all think uh, the, the track I made with Nadia. I went back and I, you know, Yo, it's Luke. mess mess with the mix, dude. It sounds fucking tight, oh. dude. Yeah. It sounds so good. Like I want to keep doing that shit. Like There's, bringing vocalists yeah, our, in, bro. That, that yeah.
0: Good. Before I forget, uh, this is an... Loom plug. Loom plug. So Loom, Loom. is uh, doing a Loom is, remit. <laughs> We are sponsored by Loom. Loom, <laughs> our <laughs> biggest sponsor is oh, so Looms. Doing Loom, 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 Loom. Loom. <laughs> for One night, Lim's doing a remix competition for one night. No way, one night company. only. It's hey, do 150 it 150 for first place and 50 bucks for second place. They reposted hey. all that. Shit. Okay, oh, I, have, shit. I have a question though. What when, kind when of is it? I, uh, what'd you say? When is it? Uh, the contest submission like entries will start tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then I think in a week they're gonna stop the entries, and then you'll have two weeks to submit. Russ,
1: Russ, I'm about to play you. The remix to One Night that I made. Dope. Like, literally, when you sent those vocals, s- I was already so making you a beat. submit it, bro. Well, s- the s- thing s- is, is that I don't know what vibe they're going for, and... It's not mine, dude. Yeah, I, but I no, no I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you and tell me what you think. I wanted to talk to you about it, but we'll talk about it later. Why don't you go with yeah. your vibe? Yeah. Uh, it I, is I my vibe, you, trust me. I want me. it to be yeah. 100% you, and I want <laughs> yeah.
0: you to do... Now, if you want me to tell you how we can make the song together, then that's a different story. But no, no, no. I think it should be you because go with your own flavor. It, it's, it's my own complete. As I to
3: do the other song, but
0: if they're doing a contest. I think we'll do one. I think we may do one for D. Uh, D Phil as well. Oh, really? Because, dude, we
1: can do, because what I was thinking is like, I could make a much more like deeper, almost like tropically track that would like fit, uh, you know, amazing in like in a mainstream type sure. of setting. But this track is like just hardcore, like techno which I grabbed some of the 909 vocals and I chopped it up uh-huh. and so I feel like I do want to do a remix that would fit better at loom uh-huh. but if you like this one we could submit it too yeah for sure yeah.
0: I mean I think you know I would love to hear all yeah of it, I'll play for you right now
1: anyway I was yeah gonna
0: say, if you wanna, I gotta
1: I gotta you I gotta, you gotta go though it let me know
0: if you like it. I'm honestly not a big remixer
2: okay word
0: like and, that, and that's the case I, I would never I don't think I, I remix other people's stuff. very I haven't
2: either. tried to do a remix in a while, and it could be that back then I just was not good. Yeah. Um. But th- when I do remixes, so I don't know, it's not like hundred percent your idea. You know, it's like right.
0: Nah, I'm. I don't know. It's
2: just it's a whole different. Like I like starting from the scratch. Like where I get like you know the flour and the dough. I don't like buying the mix.
0: I fuck, I fuck with that. So. As well. I'm kind of the same way, whereas, uh, unless I'm like making, like I'm basically, you know, we were talking about making beats earlier, you know? Dude, I probably could put a loop, an 808, and a good drum kit for a song in like five to ten minutes. Yeah, I mean if and you want, I, I do that all the time, but I do it so I can throw vocals on it so it could eventually become something else because I get inspired from it from <clears throat> like a vocal perspective.
2: Yo, if you want me make you a track in like 10 minutes, yo, I could do that. It's just right. that it doesn't have the what I'm going for which is the art and the creativity and the heart yeah, yeah. into it which exactly. is like
0: Yeah, though. But sometimes you get lucky and I think that's what like happens to a lot of beat makers.
2: Yeah. For sure. Um, um going back to what ricky was talking about earlier on like how he wants to um become like you know a really good producer mixer master right um i think like it all it's all dependent on like the individual like if you want like if you like being in different lanes sticking to different lanes like in business um some people might not like finance but they love advertising right and then there you're right. there's people that love finance, love advertising, love accounting, like right. for me, like I love every single thing about business,
0: so yeah. it's like love the operations, the marketing the sales
2: exactly, the, it's yeah. like everything is so intriguing, so if you're that type of person, then yeah, produce, mix and master, but if you only like if you're only in interested in one lane, like just be making then stay in that lane and be and get great at it. yeah be the, be the best at be making. So. There's a
0: lot of value in that, and I think that the the only problem I do see with things, well, that's not really even a problem. It's just you usually have to outsource other, um, you have to outsource it a little bit to get, like for me, for example, like I feel like i have really focused on artist development and just basically me learning how to make beats that go to my vocals, and that's kind of all I've focused on for the last at least year and a half, maybe two years. Uh, whereas... You know, I have to go hire Brian, and I'm probably gonna hire somebody to do a music video for me at some point because I do want a certain quality. And I feel like
2: I think outsourcing is a, honestly the best strategy.
0: Outsource, but you need to make the money. That's the hard
2: part. Outsourcing, exactly. That's the hardest part. That's the hard part. But <laughs> outsource every single thing that you don't want to do, right? Like, that's what they teach you in business. Why not put it into music? Like if, Like, if you don't like mixing or if you suck exactly. at it, outsource it. Like, like don't don't worry about learning it. I wanted to learn how to mix. I wanted to learn how to master. So, right. I read a 400, 500 page textbook right. on like page word for word on how to mix. And the other thing I'll say is
0: I did want to learn how to mix and master. That was totally what I wanted. And then I realized I fucking hate mixing and mastering. So, I had to go do it for fucking 2 years, 3 years to realize fucking much I hate it. And I'm I'm, I'm never going to fucking like it. I don't ever want to like it. But that was I also a life lesson. That because I didn't go do that, I need to be filling up my time with other things. So it's like, okay, well now I need to learn how to do YouTube editing and videos. Yeah. And I need to learn how to like do fucking TikTok. I need to learn social media shit because I need my time to be spent on all these things, you know, non-stop. But I don't need to be worried about mixing and mastering. You know, I used to be like, all right, I'm going to fucking work so hard on all the sounds. We're going to get exactly like you were saying earlier, get the whole piece of art out. And then I'm going to spend, like, fucking every night from, like, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. trying to mix that song. And I would just fucking hate myself. I mean,
2: mixing is very a technical process. So if you're not into mixing, like – or if you're not into the technical aspects where it's, like, very nitty-gritty, like, uh, this is, like – don't like,
0: do it. I, I have learned a shit ton about it, and now I'm more interested in it because I just naturally have kind of learned it by necessity over time, but like, I, yeah, I don't fucking like it. Correct. I don't want to go learn more. I don't
3: know if you, maybe you went through the same phase. For for me and Sam mm-hmm. and Will, I know that us three living together, um, yeah, we got mixed with the Masters, which helped a fuck ton. It's this like program of all the best mixing engineers in the world. They came together hmm. on this website and they each have their own video series about how to approach vocals, how to approach production, how to Dope. mix drums, how to do that's
0: that. Alex Tume and is on that. You should check him out if he's on there. Alex who? Alex Tume. He's uh
3: somewhat. Yeah I'll look it up. Um but uh anyway, um I think I so I fell down a rabbit hole of not only plugins and equipment, but also just like, what more can you do? What more can you do? And you can get very, very lost in like trying to make things pop out and stuff. I mean, you Whereas, can waste
0: so much fucking money on plugins. I've wasted a fuck ton of money on plugins. Yeah, dude. I put so much money into plugins when I first started, started dude. I like bought all the output plug. I probably spent fucking. $3,000 on plugins the first year that I really got into plugins and I just was like now I know how to use all those plugins really well, but I bought them three years. ago.
2: Honestly, I had to go learn them. <laughs> I, I don't really buy plugins anymore because I this past year. I bought this one plugin, It's been like 250 on it mm-hmm. and the only thing I use is this um the essential Melodyne it comes with Like that very intro version of Melodyne So that's the one I bought that's, <laughs> Like would rather have spent more money On the full package of Melodyne But no I did like this whole entire voice thing That I don't even use I, right. I, went, I went through the whole entire thing I thought it looked cool I thought it would help me Nah Yeah VST I tried to use it. use it I was like yo this sucks like,
3: It is cool though when you can find Very very specific plugins You're like I like this I'm going to use it every time To me but, it's
0: all about sound selection so like yeah like oh, for I was sure. Brethren for example, every song I made sure we had elements of Exhale, which I think is that vocal engine plugin we were kind of telling you about last week. Mm-hmm. It's not free, but uh, it's it's a go- it's a cool one. Um, you you notice a lot of the samples from songs that are like done, have done really well. So I was doing for a while where I included those in every one of my songs. Uh, I don't do that necessarily as much anymore, but I do take a few like VSTs that they use. And maybe like one or two others that are from native instruments, and they're basically like I almost use the same 808, like one or two 808s in all my songs. I if I'm using a certain bass, I'm bringing in one like they call it the Dutch sub, and it's like you know there's like there's that, or I'm playing bass and I don't touch anything else because that's just what those are the sounds that I want for my music, and you can get accomplished with that. And so I think maybe to Max's point earlier, it really becomes about when you really start getting good. It's when you start limiting the things, oh, that yeah, you're, right. You're I, I guess things. when
2: I'm talking about plugins, I guess in the back of my head, I'm not talking about the sound, yeah, of plugins. Thinking like I'm thinking about like, the, like, like reverbs, yeah, um, reverb, like reverbs, how to like the mixing, EQs. the mixing aspect right. of plugins. I, not still, the,
3: I still am learning a lot about compressors, but there's one compressor I use, it doesn't have an attack, it doesn't have a release, it just has a threshold, yeah, my favorite and, and it's that I own. such <laughs> a standard thing. I've seen it. Pretty much after watching Mix with the Masters,
0: Mix with the Masters,
2: of, all Mix with the Masters,
0: Mix with the Masters, Mix is so the cool, masters. you guys.
3: After we're sponsored, the coolest thing I got from that is you see a couple of plugins that every single fucking guy uses, yeah. and it's like two or three plugins, yeah, and everyone uses those plugins. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna use those because the the, the way, best of the best in the world use those plugins so now I'm using them I'm just gonna get really fucking good with just those plugins
0: yeah I mean I think you can achieve the same goal with like out using those plugins but yeah I fuck with that as well and you start that's what I started doing is I started noticing the people Like when I was getting in that whole game I started noticing the people who I like really thought had who were great who were like top-notch and I would be like you know okay he has this the problem is so many people do that and they say he has that. That's why. You know, you used to be like, every fucking time you find out something about a new mix, you'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, that's why. And it's like, Brent does the same thing. Yeah. The light oh, bulb goes maybe off. Maybe all, all of us have probably done it at some point. Like, yeah. I've definitely done that at some point. But that's never fucking why. That is never why. Yeah. It
2: is. I, I honestly like finding... Plugins that nobody has. Same. Because for me, my whole entire. So every reverb, like with all the algorithms are completely different. This gets a little more technical. So, like, if everybody's using the same plugin, if you're going for, like, I want, like, the mainstream sound, then I'm, get the plugins that the mainstream mixers people yeah, yeah, sure, are using, sure. and then it'll sound more like that. But if you'd want to go for, like, your own unique individual sound, go for. Like plugins that nobody uses that are like, like, ten downloads. Like somebody just like created it and like you'll be the first ones on and like yeah. do that and then you'll have your own sound because the reverbs sound will sound completely different even though you might not notice it. But stuff like that, like
0: yeah, it definitely makes you more unique and it is those things that I will say are probably one of the most fulfilling things in the art of the creation process. It's like the hipster side of it.
2: I'm, I've always it been is, a hipster. Yeah, it so is. yeah, I
0: feel that. And good, fucking embrace that shit, bro. I love that. But <laughs> you're also a, a smart businessman hipster, so anyway. A bit of an I'm a lot thing. of things. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, dude, I, uh, I always think about that as well where it's like, man, you, just, you can get lost in that rabbit hole of going down for every other plug-in, for every other thing that you need. And uh, and ultimately, it just takes more at bats of just doing it and learning from failing. I mean, fuck.
3: you kind of have to fall down that rabbit hole a little bit. I feel like it's you always gotta like fail to yeah, succeed. Yeah, it is
0: part of it. Like, but I just will never go listen to somebody now. You're right, I fucking do. But you you always go listen to people now who like do certain things. I just don't give a fuck about what like plug. In. I don't give a shit like. I think I could go achieve the same results if you gave me the same set of circumstances and I didn't even know what plugins those are. Like, now that's why our mixing and me are different because there are certain things that I'm like, you know, but usually I've found the effects and the things that I do to the songs don't actually change in the mix because they, some of them do. Like EQs, compression, particularly, all day long, That's going to change a lot. Gain staging, all that shit. But whenever you get to like, like, a fucking way a delay works, like I want I use this fucking stock delay that I have from Ableton. I yeah. own some other delays that are made by fab filter or shit. Like Sometimes that. it's
2: just easier to put the stock up. Like that's why I use the stock one most of the time.
0: So much more now, and it's so much I easier. I use the EQ
3: stock because I can visually see the frequencies. Yeah.
2: Do I you use Span have... at all? The what span, like span, it's just uh, a visualizer. Um, it's uh, free plugin on Ableton. No, it's a free plugin you download, um, third party. I mean, it just so you can look at even if I am visualizer. just looking at
3: frequencies, I still just put up the eight, uh, yeah, EQ okay. And I just judge it, I just look at it from that. Another thing, I don't know if you do this. This is as far as like the my whole entire like. This is one of those things,
0: that's why, oh, that's
3: how they do it. Pew, pew, this pew. is my last moment of one of those, but it, it's actually stuck. I always go to the master, and I'll be like, all right, from the lowest frequency to 100, I'm going to listen to a good chunk of the song and see if there's any weird rumbling or anything. I'll like just kind of groove to the track, see how it sounds in that like frequency. You'll
2: only listen to one frequency? Yeah. Like, area?
3: Yeah. And then, and then I'll scoot it over and I'll cut off the frequency at around like 60 is where a lot so of, so how many is. chunks
2: do you do? Like
3: for I, 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 I kind of do it in like, like, uh, do a low pass at 60 and then okay. I, I do a high pass at 60 and a low pass at like a hundred and then I'll scoot that up to like 500 and okay. then I'll scoot the 60 up to 100 in between 100 and 500 Damn, and so I'll you do
2: that's actually really interesting i never heard that
3: approach it's real it, i learned i learned off a youtube video and when you listen to your song and you chunk it out by that and you're like chunking together like like let's say 1000 to 4000 Dude, things start popping out at you. You're like, holy shit, this is. I, could, I was like, how could I not hear how ridiculous that sounded? And, and how you, you're like, what, what is that? Like, why, why is that sound so shitty and harsh? And you start muting individual tracks until mm-hmm. it goes away and it sounds really clean, even though you're just in that little weird fre- frequency spectrum. Mm. You can find rumbles, like mid frequency rumbles that are just so hard to find naturally. And it helps. I'm about to try that. Yeah. It's a super cool tech. I'm pretty obsessed with it. That's like when I, when I'm start getting to a point, I'm like, man, this sounds pretty good. I'm like, that's my checking thing. That's like my, my checkoff list. All right. Now let's start. That's checking. like your last little thing. Before. Yeah. And dude, I always find something. Got
0: that process, baby. It's cool. That's, I mean, that's probably the coolest fucking thing about music to me is that like all that matters is the end result and like, Oh man, you could bring the biggest artist in a room right now and their process, sure there are some macro similarities, but the micro process is so unique usually is what you'll find Yeah. and everybody has their own process and nobody's really fucking telling other people. Like there are people out there telling them about their process, but it's impossible to know what everybody's process is. Uh, and so that's another reason why I think the, the amount of content you can put out around music production has like not even? I mean, this isn't probably for every genre, but particularly for music production, hasn't even scratched the surface yet. Like right now, all you have is people like basically doing, you know, wow factor shit, like about how they made a beat. They don't tell you much. I mean, maybe they tell you about the mixing process, but it's, you know, it's uh,
2: we're an interesting time. I mean, I think that's um, yeah. There's so many different like that's what's kind of like the art part of it is that even each person has their, like, own process, so, which makes it, like, even if my process and your process are very similar, we'll still have our own, like, little things that makes us stand apart from each other, and, like, a lot of people will say, like, I don't know what my sound is, well, make a hundred songs, and your sound will be there, like, you don't know what your sound is, because you made one song, like, you you have a sound. Each person has a sound. It's just that you haven't made enough songs to figure out right. what's the most um, consistent thing inside of your so, like selection exactly. songs.
0: So. exactly. I mean, it's just the, honestly, the loving the process, putting out an ass load of work. I mean, fuck, dude, I've written so many songs, some of which I've even spent on mix, spent money on mixing that I'm never gonna see it. You know what I mean? Like and uh and I think if you look at every artist who's really killing it, they literally probably have hundreds, if not thousands, of songs that will never see the light of day. And it's because they're not afraid to fucking try something. You
3: know what I mean, I, mean yeah, I heard Logic made like over seventeen hundred songs or twelve hundred songs before he finally was like, "Okay, here's my sound."
2: See, were they songs or yeah. were they
3: like ideas? I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I think some could have been that's songs, that's some could have been thing ideas. Is like,
2: but I have so.
3: But that was in the span of like. Yeah, ten he, years he, he or
0: has so. a he's an interesting point there. I've probably put out like dozens. There are dozens of songs that will never see the light of day. Thousands of ideas. Exactly like yeah. I, I used to
2: save tens of thousands. I would save my projects like random names, and they're like, S- um, this guy, I'm at San Francisco, He's was saving it as like, his artist name with a number. I'm like, yo, that's very smart. You can actually see what number... Dude, you know, I've
0: done the same thing on my shit, yeah. And it's like, I mean, I... I don't do it for every track, but I'll do it like... If I'm like, alright, I'm doing new songs for the studio, I'll make like 30 songs see, that like, could I, go for those two
2: I do it for every single idea. I don't even give it a name title at uh-huh. all until I make the full... Produce a full song and have an idea of where I want to go
0: with it. But you just call it 21
2: or something, it, So it's like Engelman, like 54, and then it, like now I 47. now I have like the BPM in it to like so I was like, oh yeah, it's 54 is the one that's like 100 BPM and yeah. stuff like that. So and then that gives me like a I don't give this I just have this um, idea. It's not a song yet, It's just an idea, and yeah. then. Once I, like, take it to the next step, gets vocals on it, then it becomes an actual song. Fuck yeah. Dude. So, dude, I
3: always just think of a really creative song name, even if it's just a shitty little idea. Yeah, same. And I always remember it. Like, I'm like, I'll read every single idea I've made. Same. And it's like, like, slow times or something. I'm like, oh. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, but he, what are you saying, I think, is a much more, like, I think practical, this is, organiza- from an
3: organization I,
2: I, Yeah, this is, For like, just private. to get more organized.
0: Yeah. And, then, and it allows you to see your progress, which is cool. Yeah. yeah.
2: And now I know, like, how many. Here are your progress. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think my favorite part of producing, though, or like, is actually be like, yo, a year ago, checking out your songs, and would be like, yo, this shit is trash. Or like, <laughs> yo, I've grown so much. Like, this mix is terrible. Do you find
0: the rate of returns have started to, as you've gotten better, that like a year goes by and you? Difference or is it that dramatic every year? I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like, so because I think after you've done it for five years, you're at a certain caliber. That, yeah, in 10 years, you're gonna be at a whole other level, but maybe five and six, you're not as. You I, know. Th- I
2: think the biggest change is gonna be the first two years. Oh, for sure. Because it depends, like, maybe even three. Yeah. It, it depends if you're actually grinding and learning as much as you want, like, or as you can. Cause I mean, from last year to this year, I mean, you gotta think I was, I mean, at the coffee shop, like right. every single day, like watching podcasts, yeah. and like I spent my whole entire time just learning and growing. Yeah. So and now it's more of like now I get to more strategize on how my, how I want my songs, what kind of music I want to produce, and like, like I've, I learned. Yeah. So now I can relax a little bit more and then just focus on the next step, like what I want to learn next. Yeah, for sure. So.
0: I feel that, dude. Ricky, you departing this, bro?
1: Yeah, about you.
2: Word. It's well,
0: to,
3: to end it off, I wanted to just hear what you heard about the black pumas up and coming.
0: Oh, yeah. So, uh so Brian met Eric, don't know who the Black Femmes are. They're a very popular and very good band who's, uh, I guess, got their start. I don't know if they're like originally, I don't know if Eric's originally from Austin. I think the band Uh, started in Austin. The band did start in Austin, though. So yeah, uh, a producer that I work with, his name's Brian Ray, uh, he actually started working with Eric prior. He knew Adrian already. Brian had like worked, I don't know if he'd worked with Adrian or just knew him through the biz or whatever. But, uh, yeah, Eric and him had kind of fucked around with a few songs and you know, he has like files of him or whatever he's recorded at the studio yeah. and worked with him on a few songs and uh you know, he told me it was funny, he was like, you know, I didn't really know Eric and he like, you know, just like invited me into his house one of the first times we met and like made me a quesadilla <laughs> after I told him I didn't want like it was all good, you didn't even make me a quesadilla. He like he was like, Nah, I gotta feed you and like <laughs> fucking you know, so they had like a, a good relationship there. Um and like, I guess, had, had worked together a few times. He knew Adrian. Adrian has done all kinds of stuff. I mean, he's really got a lot of yeah. cool and, and has been backed by a lot of labels and had a lot of uh, I think he won a Grammy. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, so he's like he, certainly Grammy nominated. Anyway, the dude's super impressive. Brian had also known him. I guess Adrian was looking, he had a whole backing band. I don't know if it was ready or they had he had written these songs. I think something along those lines. He'd written these songs and had a backing. And, uh, and yeah, Eric came in and basically like became the frontman for them. I think a lot of them, he actually wrote, you know, lyrics over them. So I can't remember all the songs, but what is it? Black moon rising or what's the, what's the number one? Yeah. What, that was their first song colors. No colors. wasn't. I don't believe their first
3: song. The first me. song is black moon rising.
0: Right. So black moon rising. So that was one that I guess they wrote together and colors, which is my fucking favorite song that they do. I love that song. Apparently Eric wrote that whenever he was like busking back in the day and yeah. then he needed another song and he brought that to him which was super interesting to me because it shows me that Eric's probably a hell of a songwriter. Yeah, Eric. And t- that's such an amazing sound that he cultivated from that. Eric
3: said he wrote that on the roof of his uncle's house. That's right. He like climbed up on the roof. And, and I think
0: he's I think he was in California, right?
3: Uh yeah. And, or none yeah. or either I don't there have Florida. A, a
0: whole lot of context for it but I would say super fucking cool that Brian has worked with them, and I'm able to work with Brian. He, oh, yeah. At one point, apparently, Eric came over. Um, and, and, so, anyway, they started playing shows. Right. Sorry. So, yeah. they started playing shows. When they got that first song done, they basically had the whole record done. Yeah. Uh, and they shopped that to a label that Brian went to college with this guy. So, Brian, like, basically had uh, roomed with this guy. I can't remember the records. I don't think it's ATO because I think that's the record that uh, I think they're currently on. ATO? Yeah. yeah. And ATO is the record that also put out Brittany Howard's music. What oh, really? That band called? Um, yeah, Brittany Howard. Yeah, but what's that her band called? Alabama uh, Shakes. Alabama Shakes. Yeah, so they're on the same label as that. But they this guy who Brian had, I guess gone to college with and, and uh, lived with for a while um, yeah, he signed uh, them originally and then he sold that record to ATL, so it was a long process. Oh damn! But uh, yeah. I mean, now they're fully backed. I mean, they did Kimmel last week.
3: So that that's why the record took so long to release is because they were shopping it around
0: labels. Yeah.
3: Damn. And Adrian had that's
0: all of network. So Adrian, right. Like it was only going to play a certain way, and damn. that is to get you know the amount of money they need for their value. I think I, wow. I was going to take a guess. Yeah. So. Uh, Man, you know, that's. That's really crazy. But, but Adrian has a lot to do with the influence and the weight that they pull because sure, there's a lot yeah. of people who back them, who has backed them previously, know he produces results. And uh, you know, not to say he didn't have a probably a shit ton of uphill battles that he had to fight, but um, I think that's the sto- I think that's the story as I have heard it through the grapevine. I'm sure there's a lot more to it than that. But, yeah. But it's interesting whenever you hear like you know there is a lot to. There's a there's a of timing and connections and, and all that I'm just, and really fucking good music.
3: I'm just curious because yeah, I definitely became a fan of them. Uh, they had a residency at a bar here in Austin at Seaboy's. That's right. And I went to I think I went to one or two of those shows, and they killed it every time. Packed out the whole venue. It's not a crazy big venue. Nah, Seaboy's Boys is dope, and man. it's a it's cool. And Probably then like um, 300 cap,
0: crackers, And then a. Yeah. a
3: yeah, yeah, something like that. And then a couple months went by and they uh, upped the, or well, I guess tickets uh, uh
0: they were doing they I, it always was like for money on the it day. was like
3: 10 or 15 bucks actually I think to see them at Seaboys. or maybe maybe it was it was maybe it was 15 or 20 but um, then they played at Antones which I still think it might have even been 20 or 25 bucks a ticket. I was like, I feel like that was one of the things that stuck out to me. I was like, damn, they're playing, it. they had a residency at Seaboys. C- now they're playing at Antones. And they announced it like three months like in advance. And they sold out tickets immediately. And then a week before, they're like, oh, we're going to play again the next night after we play. Mm-hmm. And that sold out in a day.
0: Yeah, it's all about hype and. and and I was I mean, just Austin is really hyped the Black Pumas. They're amazing yeah. musicians, but Austin is like on their dick. Yeah, which is great. Fuck what, I want them to be on. <laughs> I want them to be on Daddy Dad's dick. Yeah. But I just think like <laughs> this town in particular. I mean, the amount of like, uh, I mean, it's not hype because they're really, really fucking good. Yeah. But it's like there is a lot of buzz around them, and it's a right for it. And uh, and I think man, you, you compile people not having the ability, to, like missing out on the opportunity, and then hearing about it again. Like, they've been so pumped to sell out. See, you
3: know? and to me, I was like, damn, I feel like the majority of that is fucking organic. Like, people, they played that residency,
0: and I think, uh, I, I know, well... Yeah, there's an ass load of it that's organic, but there's also the two years of them shopping a record, probably th- two years before that, of actually getting this, maybe a year before that, getting the songs together, dude like there's so much time and energy that went into it that it is organic but it also took connections it took a perfect storm yeah it took a perfect storm
3: and so uh, yeah now they and
0: they're fucking amazing
3: yeah and so they they played at Antones and then they've been touring they've just been on tour and all their content's just been all about touring lately and then just recently last week they played on Jimmy Kimmel show yeah which is huge so, that was, yeah, they're fucking killing in it. In Hollywood. That's cool. I'm trying, I want to learn as much about their process as I possibly can. Interview them. Just because it's a brand new band. Like, that's, that's a fucking new band in modern day society. That's like.
2: Shoot them a DM. Yeah, I should. You should.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, um, you I feel like I reached out to Adrian a while back.
0: That was about producing, though, How many times? Once. Okay.
1: <laughs> Homies, so.
0: yeah, Ricky's gotta, gotta go. go. He's really gotta go. Ashley's pissed at him. He's gotta go to San Antonio. But appreciate you, t- cats, for tuning in. Engelman, you gonna be here next week.
2: Mm, I'll leave next Tuesday. So next Tuesday, we'll have it before
0: yeah. then. I think you want to do it on
1: Sunday next week. I can do it on Sunday, the afternoon. I'm like, gonna
2: be
0: in. I'll, I can try.
1: Right, I could do well, Monday too.
0: Either way, appreciate all you guys for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next time. I See I'm, you on the flip. Peace, side. homies. Sweet.